0: Welcome to the Armour Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello, and welcome to the Armour Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, board certified urologist, joined by my co host, the amazing Donna Lee.
1: That's right. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm a board certified co host.
0: Board certifiable. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of our listeners and a lot of our patients in the clinic think that you're the real star of the show, Donna.
1: I, I do too. <laughs> I do as well. That's so funny. We all have so much in common.
0: For the last three years, we've been able to uh, give information related to men's health. A lot of it is uh, based between the nipples and the knees, given that I am a board-certified urologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists, the urology group that I started in 2007. Donna, tell people about our practice.
1: You know, before I do that, I saw that some ob Jen in Austin has a podcast, and I think it, hers is like, like ours is nipples to the knees. Hers was like, Head to the hoo-hoo, like it was interesting. Like she it's, covered that part.
0: It it is a uh, it, she does tits and toes.
1: There we go. Ted, tits and toes. Tits it's, to toes.
0: It's it's Dr. Michaela Rush who who sends us patients. Oh, okay. And I thought she's so. she's a friend of mine. She's been in practice also since two thousand and seven. She's an OG like me.
1: Tits to toes, not head to hoo. -hoo. She she,
0: she does it. She does it with a podiatrist.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yes. Okay. We should have them on the show.
0: It's really just tits and toes.
1: Tits and toes. I
0: don't think to the toes. I think I don't know if they do knees.
1: Oh, we we cover the nipples to the <laughs> knees, but not the head to the hoo-hoo.
0: But not the, nip, not the actual knees. But
1: if you have actual questions for us, you can reach out to our website, which is armormenshealth.com, and you can submit your questions there. And we have a little backlog of questions, so we can certainly answer those as quickly as possible, anonymously, of course, on the show. Our clinic locations include Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas. Our phone number during the week, 512 238 Again, our website, armormenshealth.com. I want to thank the listeners so we have over how many downloads? One hundred and thirty-five thousand. 130, no, it's one hundred and thirty-six thousand now. Wow. Okay. So thank you all for listening and sharing our little podcast. So if you have questions, though, please send them in. We do have a bunch of questions, Doctor Mystery.
0: Let's go with the first one.
1: All right, the first one came in a couple of weeks ago, so we will get caught up as we can. Hello, Doctor Mystery Donnelly. Hopefully, this is my last question. He's asked a question or two before. Very nice man. Uh, concerning enlarged prostates, I have submitted a couple of questions over the three years. Um, Let's see, he said, failed resume procedure and a gloriously successful terp. So that's good news. During my journey, I noted to my urologist my fatigue, muscle weakness, lack of libido, and the loss of my armpit hair, chest hair, and abdomen hair. He did T levels, and I was found to have a testosterone of about 200 or lower. I'm 75 and now using topical testosterone gel. My levels now, after a year, are in the 450 range in the morning. My urologist and myself think... Avidart, am I saying that right? Okay. Do you know what that is? Yeah. May have been the cause of the testosterone issue. I feel great, hair returned, muscle weakness gone, libido's back, Viagra started to be effective again. Two questions. Is there any concern that my prostate will enlarge again due to testosterone supplement? And I think of my future years, how long is it reasonable to supplement with testosterone? Should I reduce the dose over the next few years as my body would have done naturally? My urologist is adamant about six months blood levels, and hematocrit. On a sidebar, after six months of testosterone, my fasting blood sugar dropped to 94 and my LDL dropped to 80. I did not change my lifestyle other than testosterone supplementation. What's up with that, Dr. Mystery? And then he said, Donnelly, keep those men laughing at themselves.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, what a great um, question and a great kind of um, uh, overview of how testosterone supplementation improved Uh, the lifestyle and the status of this 75-year-old man. Mm -hmm. Now, not all people benefit in the same way, uh, and these kinds of questions that he has are very common. So let's start first with, what do you do if you've had something done for your prostate and it's failed? And uh, Mm -hmm. on this show, I say often that what treatment you get for your medical condition has a lot to do with how your doctor trained and what they feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So don't assume that all doctors are the same. And certainly when it comes to a medical condition that's bothering you, if you're not getting the answer that you want from the doctor that you're seeing... You shouldn't just feel like the community has failed you. You just need to find a different doctor. And so Mm -hmm. this patient had a resume procedure, which is a procedure that we do in the office. It's one of our many things that we offer to Make America Pee Again, our MAPA program. (laughs) The resume procedure uses steam. So it's just water that's heated up to the boiling point and becomes steam. And that steam is injected via a needle into the prostate gland. Mm-hmm. Now the, the, the steam causes apoptosis or death of the cells and that the prostate kind of involutes or gets smaller and, 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 and gets out of the way of the urinary tract so you can pee better. What's awesome about resume is it's done in the office. It uh takes literally like a few minutes. Like a minute. Like the entire mm. treatment is is thirty is, is sixty seconds long, and um, uh, if you do it in our office, you get a little bit of a sedative, so you don't feel anything during the procedure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the downsides are that uh, the prostate will regrow if given enough time, uh, and you do have to wear a catheter. In our clinic, or uh, when you get treated by me, you wear a catheter for seven days afterwards, and it takes a little bit of time for the for the prostate to kind of go down. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't go down enough either not enough steam got injected or your prostate didn't die because of the steam. And that, that that's the case. Not all tissues from individual to individual are the same, so they're not going to necessarily die. Mm-hmm. So then he had a more definitive operation, which opens up the channel and allows you to pee. That's the TERP procedure. And so uh, that's... Uh, what what, what uh, ultimately allowed this patient to have better urination, um, and so uh, then you have um, the fact that he continued his care with his urologist, and he was put on a topical testosterone. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the conclusions that this patient reached is that the Avodart that he started, uh, mm-hmm. or Dutasteride,
1: what's Avodart? Avodart Dutasteride?
0: Dutasteride is another way, another medicine besides alpha blocker therapy alpha blockers are going to be drugs like Tamsulosin also known as Flomax mm-hmm. or alfuzosin uh, also known as uroxitrol and these medicines relax the muscles of the prostate and allow you to pee and dutasteride um, and finasteride uh, are medicines that uh, block some of the hormones in the prostate I leading thought they to, were for hair growth they also help with hair growth oh uh, I don't use those medicines very mm-hmm. often because that hormone manipulation that's happening to help you pee better can also affect you sexually. But oh, but for, right. just for the knowledge of this particular patient and for people out there, mm-hmm. the if anything, these medicines should increase your testosterone, not decrease it because okay. of how they work. But 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 you, you, the, the increase in testosterone oftentimes people don't feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can decrease your free testosterone, uh, which is a calculation that's done. Um, uh, it's like a numeric calculation uh, that oftentimes many people don't get done. But, but if anything, it's going to decrease your free testosterone, but it could increase your total testosterone. In this particular patient, I think his testosterone went down because he's 75 years old, and that just happens. Oh, that's true. Uh, and, so, uh, and he mentioned some things that are very fascinating. He had fatigue. He had some changes in his hair growth patterns. But the most interesting one that he mentioned was that the Viagra was no longer working for his erections. And we see that often. About 60% of men who have low testosterone and the Viagra used to work but doesn't work anymore, about 60% of them we can salvage Viagra or any oral Medicine for erections by supplementing their testosterone. Okay, Uh, and so if you are in that category We would encourage you to come in so we could um, uh, Help supplement your testosterone Uh, This particular urologist used topical agents Uh, In our clinic, uh, we use injections more commonly than topical agents because the topicals have to be delivered daily Mm -hmm. Not everybody absorbs them as well Uh, The transference the transference issue uh, to you know, small children or to your partner, if you're if, if it touches them, mm-hmm. for, uh, and and oftentimes it can be expensive. But the fact that it worked in this patient is excellent, or this this listener is excellent. Um, he got up to a level of 420 from under 200. That's excellent. Also, well, it's pretty good for 75, huh? And it's pretty good for the topicals. Um, yeah. uh, we we will go uh, oftentimes for the 600s, but. But our goal, you know, is really based upon your symptomatic improvement, the fact that he's doing so much better. Mm -hmm. I think the likelihood for his prostate to grow Mm -hmm. uh, is pretty low, but... Terps in general uh, last about twenty years, oh. so uh, hopefully he sees ninety-five. That would be awesome. Right. If, if, if he needs another terp one day, that that that's that's a good thing. It means that he lived long enough.
1: And the terp is the what they call a roto router, the roto router, which, which a lot of men terrible. don't like. I don't like, think they like The idea.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think it's. I think that if you've actually worked for a living and know what a roto router is, then you don't like it. <laughs> but if you're like me and you know, it's just a like a theoretical concept. You're like, hey, I'll use whatever word. Oh, I need that's to. funny. Uh, so um, it probably says more about uh, kind of where you're coming from. So um, uh, the fact that, uh, and should he continue it, I would say that um, the fact that his uh, lipids got better his cholesterol got better. His blood sugar better. means that he needs that medicine, right? right? Yeah. I wouldn't stop taking it ever. Sounds very so, healthy. So uh, just uh, he's doing great. I think that your doctor's insistence that you get your labs checked every six months is, is, is on point. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I would change about that plan would I would add an estradiol level to your levels every six months. Mm. A lot of times... Testosterone supplementation they don't include that number, and we do it routinely and uh it it makes me happy to get a report from a listener that's getting treated you know in in every way that I think that you know it's, it's awesome it's yeah. awesome out there so i so I love it uh so uh,
1: secretly he's your patient no how <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> <laughs> would that be funny? <laughs>
0: It's, it's like when I scope a person that I did a turp on, and I'm like, man, somebody did a really good job. Who did his turp? And I'm like, oh, I did it. Perfect. It That's funny. <laughs> well, Donna, uh, what a great question. Uh, how do people ask more?
1: You can reach out to us through our website, armormenshealth.com, and you can also call during the week, 512
0: Hello, and welcome to the Armormens Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, joined by my co-host, Donna Lee.
1: Hello, everybody. Happy day.
0: Happy day. I am a board-certified urologist. This is a men's health show, although we do talk a lot about women's issues sometimes, don't we?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Need to do it more.
0: We need to do a little segment on that's what she said again. That's right. We'll put that on. Um, I am a board-certified urologist. Uh, This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. That's the urology practice started in 2007. We have four physician providers. We have, what, five or six Nurse practitioner and PAs. We have 25 nurse practitioners. We have, we have, uh, um, uh, we have four offices. Mm-hmm. We have two pelvic floor physical therapists. We have in-house health coaching with a focus on nutrition and a really holistic approach to your health care, something mm-hmm. that's going to be unique, comprehensive, and I hope extremely successful in dealing with your urologic needs.
1: That's right. Don't forget we have sex therapy on site and sleep therapy.
0: That's right. Because uh, And this comes from a, an understanding of mine from very uh, early on mm-hmm. that uh, urology is not the center of the universe. It's uh-huh. weird. It's weird.
1: I feel like it is.
0: But, but if you don't have a healthy heart, you won't pump any blood to your penis. And ah, that doesn't help me go. at all. So uh, how do people get a hold of us and what? Uh, Send us questions.
1: <laughs> you can reach out to us through the website, armormenshealth.com. You can submit your questions there at the little link at the top right, and we'll answer them anonymously, maybe a week or two later, but we'll get to those, we promise. And you can find us in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, Dripping Springs. And before I forget, Amy, our in-house sleep coordinator manager, yes, she was asking me if my husband, Michael, was using his CPAP the other day. And I said, no. And you know what she said to me? What? She said, that can add seven years to his life. Why aren't you making him use his C- CPAP? And then I felt horrible. I didn't know it was seven years. (laughs) It's a long time. It's
0: a long time. And you just want his money. So make sure you're in the will and we can kill him off earlier.
1: So for those of you listening, there's a new way to get money out of your...
0: Can you make sure I can have the car? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) So we talked about resume and some other prostate issues in the previous segment. And I have another resume question for you. Go for it. This particular person sent in Dr. Mystery. I had a resume procedure done in March and it appears that it was successful because according to the scope, the prostate has significantly reduced, but I'm still having issues with urinating. My urologist thinks it's a bladder issue and suggested that I might try the axonics procedure. What say you?
0: I think that's great. So um, what this listener is saying is that they have some degree of urinary complaints. And when somebody comes to see me, uh, a man in particular, let's just say, mm-hmm. um, what, when I'm kind of uh, listing out what urinary complaints they have, I separate them into two categories. Okay and if you can think of um, kind of your urethra and your urinary system like just a you know a garden hose with a with a with a reservoir behind it
1: a the, reservoir
0: a reservoir <laughs> the the flow can be low okay out the end of the hose mm-hmm. that can be either because the bladder is weak okay or there's a blockage right um then you can have a list of symptoms that are because the system is irritated and not working well we call those Irritative symptoms so there's obstructive symptoms and irritative symptoms. Mm -hmm. So obstructive symptoms would be Difficulty getting the urine flow started. I include dribbling when you're done peeing also in that obstructive category Okay, and a slow flow uh, obviously What I would call as Irritative symptoms would be frequently getting up at night Having urgency frequency or leaking some urine before you get to the bathroom Mm -hmm. So that's how I separate them. If you have obstructive symptoms, that's slow flow, difficulty getting the urine flow started, and dribbling, in our clinic, the most common reasons are going to be an enlarged prostate, which is more likely if these symptoms are evolving over time and you're in your late 50s, 60s, and 70s. -hmm. Then there is the possibility that your pelvic floor or the muscles of the sphincter are not relaxing all the way they can cause very similar symptoms. That's going to be more common in the younger guys. So that's what we're going to see in like our 20s and 30-year-olds. Mm-hmm. They don't have an enlarged prostate. They have something else going on. Right. We see it in truck drivers, police officers, people that sit for long times and drive quite a bit, mm-hmm. people with lower back issues like um, spinal issues and things of that nature. So those are going to be some examples of where somebody that would have a spinal or, or, or sphincter issue okay then you have people that have a stricture or a narrowing of the of this of the actual tube that's from scar tissue that's going to be more common in people who have a prior history of an of a of, a, of an accident like a motorcycle accident or a pelvic fracture or something like that mm-hmm. but it can happen even in people uh, who don't have that and that usually causes a very low slow flow that's Um, consistently slow. It doesn't get better or worse. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they usually don't have a lot of urgency or frequency, and it can be repaired fairly quickly and easily in the operating room. Then separate from that, you have people with irritative symptoms. Now, in a man in their 60s or 70s Mm -hmm. or late 50s, if you fix the obstruction, if you make the tube bigger, Mm -hmm. then you fix their irritative symptoms uh, 80% of the time. Mm. Okay. so if you come to me and you're 65 and you're complaining of getting up a lot at night and having a lot of urgency and frequency and I think you have an enlarged prostate, then we'll do something for the prostate. This patient had a resume procedure. Mm -hmm. Um, We can do terps. We can do laser procedures. We can do urolifts. We can do prostate artery embolization, a plug for the fact that we are the only urology group probably in all the entire state of Texas, but mm-hmm. uh, that offers in-house prostate artery embolization, certainly the only one in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, that uses the blood flow restriction to shrink your prostate. The Resume is an excellent option if you're looking for an office-based procedure that removes some tissue. Once again, it uses hot steam to that's injected into the prostate lobes that shrinks the prostate. It's a uh, prostate spa. It's a prostate spa. We've said that before. That's funny. Uh, so uh, about 20% of the time, though, it doesn't fix the urgency, frequency, and nighttime pain. Mm. So if you still have a slow flow after a procedure, mm-hmm. then that means you're still obstructed, meaning you're still blocked, even mm-hmm. if it looks okay.
1: How How soon, though, after the procedure, should they not have a slow flow?
0: You should certainly be better. I mean, this 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 particular listener seems like they're almost 10 months out from their procedure. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I would say the longest you really have to give it, it, it's, it's about 12 weeks to six months Mm -hmm. where the shrinkage happens and their irritative symptoms should get better. So if you're still getting up at night all the time or having urgency and leakage before you get to the bathroom, 10 months after your procedure, then you're way too long. Mm -hmm. And so this patient's urologist or this listener's urologist has recommended that he move on to the next stage of treatment. And that is exactly right. You want to make sure that if you're that far out from your prostate procedure and you're still having irritative symptoms, that we've moved you on now to what we call the overactive bladder pathway. Mm -hmm. And in our office, the overactive bladder pathway begins with behavioral nutritional therapy first, along with management with one of our pelvic floor physical therapists. They will help retrain your bladder, and we will use nutrition and supplements to kind of help calm your bladder down in an effort to avoid more invasive things. The second step that we will have is going to be medication therapy. There's two classes of medicine. The medicine names that we use are Mirabetric and Gemtessa. These are medicines that... um, can um, have fewer side effects, mm-hmm. uh, but can be kind of expensive. So, uh, But insurance covers many of them. Uh, and then we have medicines like oxybutynin and Vesicare, um, and um, uh, sulfen- uh, which is also known as sulfenicin. These medicines work very well for overactive bladder symptoms, but they can cause dry mouth and constipation. Mm. And because of those side effects, we avoid them a little bit. Right. And then we have surgery because, you know,
1: because you like to do surgery. I'm a surgeon, right?
0: <laughs> so, uh, And so so uh, these surgeries are not uh, uh, big surgeries, uh, but they're very effective. So what do one you call them, them, big wax? Big wax. When you say big not, surgery. They're not big wax, though. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're very very small they're and, small wax, and, they're small wax. And, and they can be done a <laughs> lot of wacklets. them can be done in the office so so uh, we don't do a lot of Botox in the office but Botox can be injected into the bladder wall mm-hmm. it's a very simple procedure many urologists do it right in the office uh, we do it in the operating room because the Botox is very expensive and it's hard for a small practice like ours to kind of afford uh, the Botox mm-hmm. but uh, and it's, it's hard dead. when
1: I throw my forehead underneath the Botox needle and try to get some free Botox <laughs> that's right not all it's of it went in your bladder it's yeah. so the
0: it went to Donna's forehead. The oh, no. <laughs>
1: patient's always confused when I st- sit up. I'm like, "Hello."
0: What are you doing down there, Donna?
1: <laughs> I'm stealing your botox. <laughs> they're
0: excited, but then it's not as exciting when they find out they're just getting the botox. So, uh, botox is injected into the bladder wall. Uh, we typically start with a hundred units, but can do up to two or three hundred units depending on your particular bladder. It is covered by insurance, although botox is expensive. It is mm-hmm. covered by insurance and um, uh, very effective but it only lasts for six months. Mm-hmm. And then in our clinic, we do a lot of what we call the axonics sacral neuromodulator, mm-hmm. uh, which is a like a pacemaker. It, uh, it uses a very low... Electrical signal mm-hmm. that calms down the bladder nerves, right? It's very effective for overactive bladder in our practice We use it a lot in people who have overactive bladder from prior stroke or have other kind of neurologic issues including our multiple sclerosis patients and mm. um, uh, patients with dementia because using those medicines isn't always good for them right, right. so and so there's no medicine with this and and so we reduce the medication side effects mm-hmm. it's uh, although the the simulator goes near your nerves it doesn't go anywhere near your spinal cord so there's no risk of paralysis or anything like that it just calms the bladder down and we do the trial for it right here in the office in many cases so mm-hmm. uh, we can see if it's going to work for you no medication side effects and a great way to address overactive bladder after prostate surgery great question how do people ask more Donna
1: you can visit our website ArmorMen'sHealth.com, and submit a question right there that will I answer anonymously <laughs> thanks Dr. Mystery.
0: the armor men's health show is brought to you by NAU urology specialists for questions or to schedule an appointment please call 512 238 or online online at armormenshealth.com.